Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Jim Deal, and we are going to be talking about care bars. If you go to NutriMedical.com, you can go to the icons on the bottom of the NutriMedical.com page, and you'll be taken to my care bar page, and we have a huge network of people around the world involved with care bars. Care bars is also going crypto, and I'll give you my take on this. The cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and many others, 105 in the world, some of them use blockchain, which is the first uh, technology. They're also using other ones. In fact, I have my techie guy who was out at my home a few weeks ago, and he actually stated that a lot of people are using these high-definition video things like NVIDIA, and they're actually using the NVIDIA chip to actually mine for cryptocurrencies, and they're going to go to non-blockchain sequences because when the number gets too big, the transaction rate slows down tremendously because every transaction in the history of it is recorded in the blockchain. So that's number one. Number two, it's not, although it has value, just like a dollar bill is just paper, it has value. The cryptocurrencies have value, but it's very volatile. And they also can be hacked. So there's a lot of volatility occurring with the cryptocurrencies. There's going to be solutions to it, like G, like uh, G. Edward Griffin stated. The solution comes when a, when a cryptocurrency, which is not run by the government or run by big banks, is tied to a physical commodity. It can be wheat or beef or oil or gold or silver. The ones that are going to last are going to be non-deteriorating gold and silver uh, cryptocurrencies because they can, you can actually have delivery of the gold or silver uh, to your home, but you can also just transfer ownership in the cryptocurrencies. And this is what I suspect is going to be the, the ultimate cryptocurrency, is a gold-backed cryptocurrency, which CareFars has. They can transfer ownership to millions of microbanks that people have in their floor safe, their wall safe, or in other countries, and they can do a currency transfer where the value of the ownership of that currency is transferred, but the physical currency hasn't. And it can be stayed back in the bank in Stuttgart, Germany, or it could be in Nicaragua or whatever. It doesn't matter where it is. And the fact is the blockchain system is going to become obsolete. The newer technologies, which are going to replace it, are going to make currencies faster. And the big banks and the government are freaking out because ultimately it's going to allow people to have stable money, or means of exchange that can't be manipulated by big governments that literally spend themselves into 
political office. That's how they stay in office. People like the Democrats, they spend themselves with your grandchildren's money to get reelected into office. And unless also, unless they, Trump or, or, can get limited uh, limited terms put in place. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be tough. Uh, but uh, the best way to deal with it is money. To be honest with you, the, the king of the political system is, is, is what I call the piggy trough of government money. And our government is probably one of the worst. Look at the Dems. They wanted $63 billion of additional spending on top of the military budget just to allow them to get the military budget so our military isn't being deteriorated to the point where we can't negotiate from a position of strength, China or Russia. And if, if anything is evident, even from this anemic activity of the Russians trying to manipulate the election, it's we shouldn't trust the Russians. Now, I, Dr. Bill Deagle, and the primary bristleblower five years ago of the Russian nuclear missiles at the Guatemala-Mexican border, which they took out. And you don't know this, but this came behind the scenes. The other thing is, I am the primary whistleblower of nukes in Venezuela in the Orinoco River by the Russians and communist Chinese down there that are working with Maduro to literally be able to attack like the Cuban Missile Crisis America from the south. So don't trust the damn Russians or the Chinese. In fact, I saw an article this morning on the news that the uh, Kelly, our general, had to wrestle with a uh, intel agent or a government agent in China who wouldn't let the the agent that was carrying the the, the, the suitcase with the unlocking codes for our submarine-launched ground-based nuclear missiles that has to follow the president, and they wouldn't let him come into the building, and Kelly had to beat him up in order to get the case away from him and get it into the president's possession. So, <laughs> yeah, if you think that we should trust G or freaking Putin or any of these guys, you're delusional, okay? They will understand us when we will go from a position of strength. It's like going to mixed martial arts. If you go into martial arts thing, the other guy on the other side has been matched with you that he's going to show some respect. Because if he doesn't, you're going to get a, he's going to get you into a Brazilian headlock, and he's going to stop the flow of blood to your brain, and you're going to tap over, or you're just going to pass out. So people need to start realizing these people we can negotiate with, we can work out deals financially and otherwise, but we shouldn't trust them, okay? It's like Mafia Don's meeting in Sicily. How's that? Yeah. Yep. And I honestly think with our money, the best currency, I'm, and I'm wanting to put more and more of my money into, into carrot bars. I stopped buying gold and silver years ago. Now, I still take silver on payment, but I'm going to set it up so that my Nutrimeds, you can buy with carrot bars. And I want to set it up also so people realize at some point, because the economy is going to crash because the globalists don't have any so many cards. You know, like they talk about these, these tarot cards. The tarot cards they want to pull out is we can kill Trump or we can kill the economy. And they're going to try to kill the economy to get their way. They don't care if they're king of the hill, if it's a pile of horse manure, and they're on the top of the pile of horse manure. They just want to be on the top, even if everybody else is down below, so they can swing weapons at us and control us and whatever. Well, their other option is is going to jail, because so it's either they be on top of the pile, whatever the pile is, or they get canned. (laughs) Right, and and I'm I'm saying this year I'm going to find out if Sessions is going to do his job and have people do a perp walk. And I'm going to expand that perp walk uh, poem and lyrics and get some of my musical friends to put it to music A flat minor or whatever because it needs to people need to start taking a, not only a realistic point of view it's like the kids in parkland where's the action these kids warn people about this kid he had 39 visits to his house yeah. well the same thing with our finances look at our finances do you realize that we have 20 trillion dollars of debt most of that debt was actually created with government making stupid payments to stupid programs and a bloated big government, and not even buying the particular equipment that the military needs. So the cost of a jet, for example, that we build here in America, 
let's say uh, one of these uh, uh, joint strike fighters is 220 million, it shouldn't cost more than maybe 25 million. If it was built in one place with one part of the part and it wasn't any pork barreling. The problem is that when you have cryptocurrencies, and it's in particular if it's crypto gold, you can do transactions where you have physical gold in your possession, you can transfer ownership. This is going to be big. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you haven't gotten involved with care bars, for God's sake, and even if you only put your toe in, you say, I'm going to put 10% of my value in. I've talked to millionaires who put a chunk of their money in. If you get involved with care bars and you build a downline, because we'll send you people, even that you don't ever have to recruit, because we have a constant flow. I can only appoint two people below me, which through my family and all my you know employees and so on. But everybody else, we have to send downline to you. Isn't that crazy? And so if you sign up, you automatically get customers that we send you. Now, you have to work your other leg. Once you do, you start seeing, hey, I got bonuses in my bank account on Friday from Stuttgart, Germany. I got more cryptocurrency. And now you can sign up and actually be a vendor for Carrot Bars. You can also sign up now with this crypto thing. And you mentioned the crypto coins. I think they're ten cents a piece. So they're going to they're going to print they're going to print out like a hundred billion of them right away. Which means if you have crypto, I call them crypto dimes. <laughs> if you have these crypto dimes, you can buy and sell stuff across the world, and nobody can stop you. You can buy. I have ten thousand crypto dimes. I got this or that. I want to buy something. And the, and most of the big online stores, for example, like Amazon. They're giving like a 20% off if you use cryptocurrencies on their website. Did you know that? Yes, I was aware of that. Yep. So they see the future of this. Now, I also see the mom-and-pop stores. And the way mom-and-pop stores are going to survive is, number one, they have a niche market. They create custom-made niche products for people in a local area where they can actually go down and walk around and have a coffee or tea or have a meal and go to a special you know, niche store that has what they want. Uh, otherwise, the online stores are going to take over the regular stuff because sometimes you can spend days to find something you want, whereas you can go online and, bam, you got it. And as the stores get smarter and as they collect more data from what you like, uh, cryptocurrency is going to be where it's going to be at. I mean, do you want to waste an afternoon trying to find something in a store? Do you want to go click, click? But you also don't want people tracking what you have. You also don't want the government going seizing what you have. Uh, and... Uh, it, it, we already are taxed to death. And to be honest with you, this is another way to get away from illegal and unreasonable excess of taxation, too, isn't it? Oh, well, <laughs> we, we don't give tax advice. <laughs> no, I'm not giving tax advice. I'm just saying make sure. And we talked about this with uh, Vince Cinelli, who also has an MBA. Go to Pub 17, version 5 uh, document to find all the write-outs you are legally able to do. Damn it, if you're careful in document, you can write off everything. It's amazing. And you don't even have to be an LLC. You just have to act like one and document. So go to Nutramedical.com, and if you go to the bottom of the page, you're going to see where, by the way, our sale is still on. You get 10% off, including multi-packs and everything. And by the way, if you 
send in my money order check or you wrap your money in foil, you get always free shipping. And we're going to set it up real soon so people can pay with care bars. You go to the bottom of the page, right to home, and then go to the bottom of the page, you'll see a couple of links. You'll see a link to care bars. You'll see a link to the Deagle Network, which is our media network of audio and video. And that's where you should listen to the show, by the way. Listen to it at Deagle Network. It's all cleaned up. Uh, and I have a cross-index. So if you want to put a cross-index topic, you can find it. whatever show or video you want. It's all free. I pay for everything. I do everything. It takes an hour and a half to clean up the shows afterwards and post all the cross-indexing. Then we have our link to our social media, our media site, news site, Christian information above government technology, and then so Carrot Bars is great. If you go to Carrot Bars, you're going to see Carrot Bar Cash Gold, and I have a couple of links. I think I'm going to post them today. One of them is the Carrot Bar International Information Only, Carrot Bar uh, Bank Icon Marketing Promotion, exclusively for Carrot Bar. This is the uh, the latest video they put together on the Carrot Bar Foundation and what they're doing with Carrot Bank, and. Um, February 15th, by the way, it started on Carrotback ICO, uh, named the issue of the product token, description of the KBC outside of an exchange, and the coin description of the KBC while activated on an exchange. Uh, that link I'll have posted up as well from today's hour show. We also have the Carrot Bar Group websites uh, helping you to do your Carrot Bar business. You know, my helping hand of Carrot Bar Group websites, and there's a bunch of them, you know, like CarrotBarGroupSite.com, uh, and et cetera. So you'll see there's a lot of places that can teach you in videos and other materials how to do the carrot bar business. It's really pretty straightforward. You you get a, a level of that you want. I have, I think, a gold gold level. Uh, there's one level above that, but that's not necessary, I don't think. But you don't want to, you want a higher level because you get more, if, for your downline, you get a lot more carrot bar units that come under you. Like, you know, and even if you take a month or two off, you're still going to have downline building. If they need help, you show them how to talk to someone to explain in five minutes their sizzle call numbers. Uh, where do they get the sizzle call numbers? Those are also on those help websites too, aren't they? I believe they are, yes. Now, I have some old material that we have, including Don Jeromo's videos and so on, that I have on my old website, so that's going to be resurrected and posted up on the Nutramedical website, links to Care Bars. So you'll be able to go back to all these old sizzle call numbers and websites and Don Jeromo's training, because some of his stuff is some of the best. It explains the care bar business. Now, these newer options that are becoming available are going to make the care bars, you know, and I'm going to get Jay Griffin back on. I'd like to get him on with you sometime in the next month. That this care, this currency, this care bar coin currency, that's not blockchain, is going to beat all the other currencies up. Now, right now, cryptocurrencies have gone crazy. I think it's extremely volatile. I wouldn't be involved in it, not unless you have a lot of money and you want to put $5,000 in. My son did it because he made a lot of money on, on sports betting. And in one month, he got 20000 in Bitcoin, but then it drops and it rises and drops and rises. It's too volatile if it's, if it's a lot of your money. But the Carapar coin system is not volatile at all. It's going to keep its value, isn't it? Well, it's it's based in gold, so it's uh, gold is gold. It has its own market <laughs> value, and it doesn't go up and down a lot. Right. It's, over, over time, it's always going up, basically. Right, right. And I think we're going to see precious metal surge because the cryptocurrencies and the regular currencies, just look at the Fed, no, Fed currencies like the U.S. dollar. Look at European currencies based on the Fed system. Look at currencies even China. Half of their businesses have been buying what's called shark loans at over 20%. So China's in debt up to their eyeballs, aren't they? And people don't know this about China. They think, oh, it's basically a balloon economy. It's been blown up. 
by globalists and by their local people and the regulators within the People's Republican Army so that 80% of the new billionaires in the world are communist Chinese. People don't know that, do they? I wasn't aware of that, but I know it's a lot. It's a lot. The last 25 years, 80% of the new billionaires, it's because they have been doing predatory financial things, predatory trade things. For example, if you want to bring a corporation with a new technology to China, you have to bring them your technology. You cannot own more than 49% of your company. They can actually use your technology and then repatent it so that they own it. They can knock, make knockoff products at the same factory they make your product to compete against your product in another market or a place or even in your own home country. It's nuts. And the Chinese, now that they've got Trump, who's the, who's the best businessman to run the country, the game is over. So you can tell whenever G is eating cake with Trump, I'm sure he's having what's called a rectal sphincter spasm, realizing that the game is up. <laughs> yeah, it's up. Yeah. It's up. It's up. The Chinese know it's up. That's why North Korea knows it's up. That's why you won't be seeing a uh, preemptive nuclear uh, explosion in the, in the Sea of Japan. But financially, this year, if Trump matches it properly, we won't have an economic collapse. But the globalists, this is one of the main things they can do is clash the economy. But if you get your money in care bars, your money is not going to go poof. It's this most stable form of money in the world is to have care bar gold, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's gold. It's better than gold for a couple of reasons. I want you to tell us why. Why is it better than gold? Well, there's several reasons. First of all, it it's, travels in its own vault. So it's got security features on it. It can't be tampered with. If it's tampered with, it's obvious. It's got a, it's got a DNA signature that can be read on a black light. Uh, you mess with the seal, it, it, it becomes apparent. So that it's tamper-proof. It, Right. That's, so, and that's a, so it basically is a traveling vault. Also, yeah. you carry bar cash. Then also you have the carrot coins that just came out. Now you have what's called cryptocurrency carrot bars, which means you can transfer ownership, although there's a million microbanks all over the world where you can transfer ownership, or you can actually actually your physical delivery of your gold, carrot cards, or carrot cash to your physical property. We have a pile of it in our vaults here, and we also have cryptocurrency in our vault in Stuttgart, Germany. So it means you can actually do a transaction in a fraction of a second and transfer ownership, and this is going to blow the hell out of the banks and the governments that manipulate the world economy. Their their game is over, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, the cat's out of the bag. It's going to be really, really tough for them to, to rein this thing back in, and that's the, that's one of the beauties of cryptocurrency is uh-uh. it is de- decentralized, and since now that we're going to be tying it to a, a tangible product such as gold, it, right. It's it's all over. <laughs> now, I, I'm going to give it a little biblical twist on this. I think the mark of the beast is a temporary spasm by the globalist world government to try to take over currency again. And the Bible already tells us, because we can speak into the end of the book, that that's not going to work. Now, a lot of people think everything's going to blow up and we're all going to heaven. No. God is bringing heaven to earth, which means yep. when, when Jesus comes back and we're elevated to become the bride of the Most High God, we're going to have currency on earth, and it's going to be something like this. Carrot bar gold. Which is a godly <laughs> currency. That's why the that's why the streets of heaven and the buildings are made of gold, but so pure you can see through the walls and the and the roadways. So mm-hmm. gold is everywhere in heaven, and gold's going to be here on earth. And the cryptocurrencies are going to allow you to do transactions that are godly without it being going to pay for abortions. Like why is my tax money being used to pay for abortions, even if illegals come into the country? Why can I not track my currencies and make sure that the banks or the or the government can't kind of just seize my money, like you know in Cyprus where they did a haircut? That's not going to happen. So I don't like regular cryptocurrencies because I think it's the first phase. But I think 
care for our uh, gold and, and care for our gold coins now. This, where it has real value, with something physical that you own that doesn't deteriorate, this is good. Amazing. On the program, it's been a little while. Dr. Bob Teal, Dr. Bob, welcome back. Thank you. Hey, um, lots of things going on. Correct. I'd like you to I'd like you to fill in what you see is happening so far in uh, 2018 from a biblical and Christian point of view, because uh, I consider your church and your organization probably the most what I call biblically centered. Uh, you know, the gospel of Jesus centered, which is the original gospel, and a clear-headed view of what's going on in our civilization right now than of any so-called group within Christianity. In other words, if I was to rename your church, I'd call it the, the Church of the Bereans or the Sons of Issachar. How's that? Uh, very cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. There's there's so many different things going on. Um uh, try and figure out which which one even to start with. Well, first. Well, yeah, go ahead. you just pick out a list of two or three hot items because right. we have the immigration issue, we've got the gun issue, we've got the uh, the the debt, the debt issue, we've got the military issue, we've got North Korea, we've got the Russian so-called meddling, which is I think foolishness. It's like they took out Facebook ads. So what? But well, those well, we'll go with those a uh, couple of those subjects. I had a couple others in mind, but that's all right. Uh, yeah. First of all, on, on the debt issue, it's a problem, okay? I realize that the government keeps kicking the can down the road. I realize that U.S. President Trump inherited a nearly $20 trillion deficit, and I understand, have, I, well, I don't know how well I understand it, but I have some understanding that uh, Congress doesn't seem to really worry too much about deficits, no matter what they say, because they keep increasing them. But biblically... That's a concern. Right. Uh, now, I have studied economics, so uh, when you hear economists sometimes speak, or actually news people speak, they'll say something like, oh, well, economists say this or economists say that. But most of the time when they're talking to economists, they're actually talking about political hacks. They're not real economists. But I mean, right. that, they might have a degree in <clears throat> economics, and they may have studied it, et cetera. But as far as a true economist, they realize it's not good to increase in debt. You just can't keep doing that, and it's, it, it is a problem. Now, it is also true that when they say that uh, tax cuts or de- decreasing regulations, et cetera, uh, does not have an effect on business, that's not true. Business, all small business owners realize it affects what they're going to do. So the reality is, and this is where I'm going to sound like kind of in between, and I'm not trying to be lukewarm on this, I do believe that certain policies coming out of Washington D.C. are going to improve the economy and increase tax revenues. I agree with that. On the other hand, I also agree that it looks like we're going to continue to increase deficits. And at some point in time, there's a warning in the book of Habakkuk, in Habakkuk uh, chapter 2. And I'm, uh, instead of pulling the Bible out and reading it, I'm going to paraphrase it, if you don't mind. Yeah. Okay. In Habakkuk chapter 2, it says, uh, write down this vision. It's for the appointed time. Though it takes a while to happen, in the end it's going to happen. 
And whoever understands this needs to, to run. Okay, so this is like a big deal. Yeah. By the way, he's a baker now, which I think is kind of funny. So God sends a prophecy to a baker who's baking things. So this is like baking a cake or a geofinancial cake that you have to understand what it's going to happen when the cake is finished in the oven. Please continue. Yes. Well, anyway, so then it goes down there mm-hmm. and says, Woe to him uh, uh, who spends that which isn't his. Woe to him who loads up pledges, pledges unto himself. Will not your creditors rise up against you suddenly you become their prey or their spoil? Right. Well, treasury bills are pledges, okay? <laughs> That's what they are. Um, and the most indebted country of all time it happens to be the United States of America. Now, because it says it's a prophecy for the end, and for a lot of other reasons, I do not believe it's this is a reference to the tiny little country over in the Palestine-Israel area of uh, descendants of Judah called Israel because they don't they don't have they don't have enemy creditors okay uh, people who don't like the state of Israel are not loaning them trillions of dollars or billions of dollars and pretty much not I mean, maybe they get a couple billion from a few people but basically they don't have tons of debt from enemy nations but the United States in their hand a country thought, okay we'll lend the US money even the Chinese a couple of times have said that this is their nuclear option if they want to do something to the US they'll just cash this out. But anyway, the debt's going to rise. I warned about that. You've heard me warn about it in the show repeatedly. Uh, you know, it's also in my book about Donald Trump and America's apocalypse. Right. That being said, I don't want to sound like an alarmist that I'm trying to say that, you know, next week, next year, it's over. Um, you've heard me say on your show before, from the first time when Donald Trump was elected till present, I'll say it again, I do not believe that the Great Tribulation can happen during the first term of a Donald Trump administration because certain other things have not happened yet, and I'll get into those in just a moment. Right. Uh, so I'm not telling people, okay, Donald Trump is president, so the world's about to end right now. I'm, I'm not saying No, 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 I agree. But, but I am saying that things are happening. And if you are a Trump supporter or you're an Obama supporter or neither, <laughs> uh, either way, the debt increased dramatically under Barack Obama, and it's probably going to increase dramatically under Donald Trump unless there's some technological breakthrough or some other things we haven't seen. So that's just telling us that the clock is ticking and something's going to happen. Now, one of the reasons why I've, I've repeatedly said that the Great Tribulation cannot happen during the first term of Donald Trump's administration is basically because of something many of your listeners are aware of, and that is there's a prophecy in the book of Daniel, chapter 9, verse 27, about a seven-year deal. Right. It's generally considered to be a peace deal. And if this deal gets broken in the middle of it, right? well, roughly around the time it gets broken in the middle is when the Great Tribulation is going to start. Right, so it's the last half of that seven-year deal is what you're talking about. Right, right. And now, now some Protestants call the whole seven years the Tribulation. They say the first three and a half years is good, <laughs> and the last three and a half isn't so good. But either way, however you want to call it, as far as the Great Tribulation itself, it can't start until there's this deal, and we haven't had this deal yet. But there's a period, of, I want to say something, though, because I know you'll respond to it. Before this seven-year period, there has to be enough consternation and fluctuation and everything, geoclimatically, financially, otherwise, that the deal is made. In other words, the circumstances that bring about the deal, I, they call it the birth pangs. So please, as you, right now, I believe this year, 2018, is the year when formally we're in what I call the apocalypse of birth pangs. It's not the seven-year period yet. No. Who knows how far away that is, but we're definitely in birth pangs. This is going to be a hell of a year. Geoclimatically, uh, earthquakes, uh, financial, uh, you name it, stuff's going to happen this year. It's going to scare people, 
and it's going to scare us into a deal that's going to be very noxious, is what I'm saying. Well, with the, well, with the deal, and that's actually something I was going to get into in a moment, usually you don't get major peace deals without some kind of war. And um, Or impending war so close that you're, like right now what's going on in Syria. I mean, uh, Mattis is over there now talking to the Russians, but we're really damn close to a major conflict with Russia. Russia will take it by an Israeli jet. Uh, the drone coming across airspace, an S-300 system being put in, in Syria by Iran. This is very, very bad stuff, isn't it? Well, you've got not only that going on. Um, you talk about the drone for a moment. You know, Benjamin Netanyahu yesterday holds up this piece of the drone or something and says, okay, we don't fear you guys, you Iranians, we're going to, you know, you can't do anything to us. Then the Iranian guy, uh, let's see, I'll get this guy's name, this foreign minister, right. Mohammed Yaved Zarif, uh, he said that uh, this shows that uh, Israel is not invincible and that we can destroy them and all that kind of stuff. Oh, really? Yes. Uh-oh. And the problem, and we talked about this prophecy before, and I think you've had other people talk about this particular prophecy, the prophecy in Isaiah 22. And there's a prophecy in Isaiah 22 that you would think the Israelites would read because right. they're supposed to believe the Bible or something. Um, exactly, um, supposed to. Let yeah. me read a couple of verses, if you don't mind. Three verses. Right. And I'll try to explain them a little bit as we go on here. This is Isaiah 22, verse 6. Elam bore the quivers with chariots of men and horsemen, and Kerr uncovered the shield. Now, people are like, what, what's that talking about? Well, these are words we don't have any clue about. Well, essentially, some of these Elamite types went into Persia or Iran, and Kerr, a lot of these people went into Syria. <laughs> So there's some kind of a prophecy here that looks like it's talking about Iran and Syria, okay? And what they're going to do to, to Israel, if I hear your bumper music going on, I, I didn't try to do this as a climactic ad just to get people to listen to the other Keep, keep that thought, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> combined with what I get in prayer, this is the first year of birth pangs. And the birth pangs could go one year, ten years. I think it's going to go quite a while. I My gut feeling is that Trump's going to get in the second term in 2020, but the tribulation in terms of the actual agreements and everything will going to take some time. But I think the negotiations to set up a caliphate in uh, East Jerusalem are going to really get serious this year and next. And I have a feeling before the 2020 elections, because Everybody agrees to set up a caliphate. Trump does, the Pope does, Iran does, Russia does. I mean, everybody that's a player, including the Muslims, are all saying they're going to set up Obama so they want to have a caliphate. So I honestly think it's going to happen this year or next. Now, with that agreement, that noxious agreement, will stabilize things because it's virtually a guarantee with the things happening last week. It's the first time in history that America and Russia are literally on the brink of an actual physical war between our proxy, which is the state, the 51st state, which is Israel. People need to face the fact. Israel, all the money they get and everything, they just don't vote in elections. 
Israel is the 51st state, and a lot of, by the way, Israeli citizens are also American citizens. They go back and forth, and a quarter of the Israeli citizens are Russian citizens. People don't know that, do they? They're Russians. Well, think, well, uh, Netanyahu, the prime minister, was born here, too, I think. Anyway, right. getting back to what I was going to say before the break, I was right. into Isaiah 22, and I stopped after. just I read verse 6. It uh, prophetically appears to be referring to uh, Iran and Syria. Right. Now, starting verse 7, it's going to come to pass that your choices valley shall be full of chariots. Okay, so that sounds like warfare. And your horsemen will set themselves in array at the gate. Why? And this next part is what uh, people in Israel need to consider here. He removed the protection of Judah. Wow. You looked that day to the armor of the house of the forest. You also saw damage to the city of David. That was great. And you gathered together... Uh, the waters of lower pool. So what this is saying is in this this nation, this Jew, Jewish nation, uh, God's going to remove his protection, and they're going to get hit by Iran and Syria. And so you've got the president, the prime minister of Israel thinking, oh, we're, we're strong, you know, we can fight back, look, we've just proven to you that we can fight back, and therefore you know, nothing's going to happen to us, and we're all going to be fine. And that's not true. If you look at scriptures, it doesn't say that. Now, on the other hand, and I'm not going to read all this, but if you go to uh, Ezekiel 32, you find that Elam, Iran, <laughs> gets creamed as well. <laughs> yeah, in fact, yeah, in fact, Rob Salas talked about that last year. That Elam and, and the Boshir reactor, which is in Elam, and says the people of Elam and, and Iran basically will scatter into, and there will be not a nation on the earth that says in the Bible that will not receive the people of Elam and Western Iran. In other words, it's going to be so devastated by the response against Iran and against Elam, which is Western Iran, and Esfahan, which is, by the way, the capital of media, you know, the Medo-Persian Empire, that there'll be the people will be scattered to the four corners of the earth, right? Uh, well, and you've got a situation now where the last couple of weeks, major leaders of bo- in both Israel and Iran keeps basically threatening each other and saying, look, we, we're not afraid of you, we're, gonna, we're not afraid of you, and when I read the scriptures, it looks like that neither one are going to do well. But a lot of people don't realize, uh, uh, in terms of warfare, is that, generally speaking, you don't fight somebody who is your equal or close to it. That's not how people try to fight wars. What they like to do is have overwhelming uh, force, <laughs> and then they win. Uh, right. if, you're, if, if, it, if you don't have overwhelming force, the other side might hurt, hurt you well, and both sides, I think, believe that they have some advantage over the other, and probably they do. But when it comes down to it, if I look at prophecy, it doesn't look good for either one. Now, you talked about the beginning of sorrows, and you've also, uh, beginning of the segment, you mentioned uh, North Korea. And right. Earthquake. So I'd like to read two verses, uh, two scriptures from Jesus. This is from Luke 21. I'm going to read verses 10 and 11 and bring something up that maybe people haven't considered. Here's what Jesus said. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes in various places, in famines and pestilences. There will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Now, notice this. Nation's going to go against nation, and we hear about other things happening, including pestilences. You mentioned North Korea. North Korea, Iran, and various other ones by countries are believed to have biological weapons. Could it not be that perhaps if there's a war with Iran and or North Korea and or somebody else or some proxies of Russia or whatever, that we may not that we may see a release 
of biological agents. We've seen a release of chemical agents, uh, uh, again, uh, in the Syrian conflict. There was a report last week that Turkey actually did so. Whether they did or not, I didn't get the details, but that's what it was reported. So when I see what Jesus said back in Luke 21, it's like, wait a second, there's going to be fighting, and then there's a pestilence that comes. And one of the explanations of this, which makes sense, okay, in fighting you destroy crop land, you do, and you know, people get hungry and you get pestilences, and that's true. But what about if they do it on purpose? You know, so these are all part of what Jesus called the beginning of sorrows. Oh, yeah, yeah. In other words, pestilences and crop failures and, and climatic warfare, because there's five nations that have climatic warfare weapons, and the second nation behind America is Russia. Well, you've also got the fact that in terms of famine, uh, you've got the possibility of countries uh, like the United States who are highly, highly more and more dependent upon genetically modified organisms. And what if there is a crop failure? You know, when we can pestilences, if you will, that affected crops, okay, usually not every single plant dies. Most, many of them might, but all of them won't because they're not all exactly the same. <laughs> but now, yeah, monoculture is dangerous is what you're saying, but it also does genetic changes. You know what's interesting? Yeah. Insects won't buy um, GMO food. You have a GMO tomato that has, let's say, genes inserted from, from uh, uh, you know, dangerous uh, uh, insects that actually are biting insects that have poisoned them. Uh, when they look at the infrared spectra, the insect looks at the infrared spectra of the tomato, to them, it doesn't look like a tomato. It looks like a, a what do they call a scorpion. So it's got scorpion genes. And like People don't realize when you make some of these GMO foods, I call them the seeds of famine. And uh, that's one of the aspects. The other is economic. I actually think the velocity of credits dropped enough that this last year, the people are, are, are killing their flocks and not planting crops. And I think there's going to be an economic earthquake happen this year or next. Despite Trump's uh, deals and everything, I think on a global scale, and we'll do relatively well, but the problem, because we haven't fixed immigration, we're going to have 100 million people trying to sit at our doorstep trying to get in because the world economy is crashing. And I think it's going to crash this year. That's my gut guess. It's not a prophetic word. I just think that the globalists can do one of two things, kill Trump or kill the economy, and they're trying their best to kill the economy, aren't they? Well, they, they uh, many of them also are trying to see what they can do to eliminate uh, President Trump, although... Yeah, I don't think they're going to do so well. He's has level three body armor, his own private security force. They're trying in the media, and he's a media, media maniac. I mean, he's been in, he's still doing The Apprentice, as far as I'm concerned. And Trump, <laughs> as much as the media try to twi- pivot on this guy, or people try to, to tweet him or do other things, he, he's like a counterpunching uh, uh, professional boxer. A professional boxer, my father was a semi-professional boxer uh, when he was a welder down in Detroit when I, he had me. And he's a little guy, 5'7", but, man, he was as fast as lightning. And if you're six foot tall and you come against him, he's going to put you on the floor. And the thing is, a real good boxer never goes into the zone where he gets hit in the head. That's why you'll see real good boxers don't have a broken nose or cauliflower ears. They just punch punch and get out of the range. That's why even people like Muhammad Ali. So Trump does that. Now, what they will do, though, is I think they're going to try to trash the economy. And the, and the cryptocurrencies are part of it. The Fed Reserve is talking about raising the interest rates. I honestly think that Trump's initial statement about it before he was running an election is he was going to get away and issue U.S. Uh, treasury notes instead of Fed Reserve notes to pay off the debt, and if he did, he said in two terms we could pay it down. The fact is that policy of paying it down is put beside because all the people around him are have the Pope on speed dial, and they're Jesuits, and they're bankers, and they don't want the banks to lose control of the economy. But with cryptocurrencies and with Trump surrounded by all these guys, 
that are bad guys like Mnuchin. Mnuchin convinced him to take credit for the uh, stock market. He shouldn't. He, should, he shouldn't have done that because he had almost nothing to do with it. The stock is called, I called the, the song Dire Straits, money for nothing and the checks, not the chicks, for free. So well, the stock market went crazy because all of the free money. Well, as far as the president in the stock market, uh, when he first took credit for it right after his election, I thought that was extremely dangerous for him to do because partially what that does is it sets him up for if anybody does anything that crashes the stock market. Exactly. So, you know. He chose to do so. And that, that, I, I it's a financial target on his back, isn't it? <laughs> we need to get you back on for a full hour show. Uh, Amazing discussion today, but yeah, we're in the uh, birth pangs. It's uh, it's in the delivery room. Get your earplugs ready because you're going to hear some screaming, right? We're getting there. And the, and the biblical scriptures are saying it's not the tribulation yet, but it's definitely the delivery room and the screaming is starting. It's the birth pangs. Thank you, Dr. Bob. Amazing. Again, we'll put up some links directly to the ccog.org. And uh, send me some links and some articles on both this. I'll post them up. Back in a moment with uh, Gun Owners of America, Larry Pratt, and we have an interesting discussion coming up. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's life support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's life support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. 